Welcome everyone to your ongoing journey or leap into a new world of opportunity. Inside Japan podcast is a stepping stone for your next adventure. It is a show built with informative interviews, perspectives on local life, and how you can master your path into the unknown. For today, kick back and listen to the wisdom of our host, James. James here coming at you with episode number... 84 of the Inside Japan podcast brought to you as always by jobsinjapan.com, the place you got to go if you want to get your next job in Japan or your first job in Japan. You can find it at jobsinjapan.com for sure. This is the year in recap show. There will be no learning of how to work in Japan, how to find a job in Japan, how to be successful at finding a job in Japan, anything about that. It's all about the show, This the year of the show. And yeah, I like to do this once a year. It's my fourth or fifth edition now. Fourth edition now, crazy as that sounds. Uh, yeah, I like to do this just for kind of myself to see, reset the mind, set up, you know, what you want to do in the future with the show, how you thought this year went, all those kind of things. It's, I realize it's not for most people. It's really just for the hardcore fan, hardcore fans. I hate to say the word fans. Hardcore listeners of the show uh, that hopefully are entertained by the show or find some value with the show. Uh, and it's, you know, I like to share how it goes with my thoughts and everything sometimes. So here we go. Um, it's a Thursday night, 26th of December. I got a strong nine as a strong 9% Chuhai here with me as my guide and true uh, Gaijin in Japan fashion. I am a Chuhai drinker from time to time. Uh, but here we go. This is it. So first thing I'd like to do is talk about, usually I talk about uh, overall thoughts. So overall thoughts, you know, uh, how can I put this? As you know, I talked about I had two weeks ago. I talked about why I'm leaving Japan, and uh, <laughs> that's almost the most listened to show of the whole year, by the way. So, clickbait titles work, my friends. Uh, but what I think about the show, this show, the I think, you know, in terms of my feelings, right? I think it kind of how can I say that? I tried some a few new things in this this year. Um, of course, most of the show was my interviewing people doing jobs in Japan that are interesting or and also some teachers in Japan to kind of see how they do it, get their insight. Uh, I also added some kind of knowledge shows. So, for example, I had a show about what I think you should do when NHK knocks on your door. I had a show about the bankruptcy of Nova, which I, which was really cool for me to research at least. Um, I had a show about kind of uh, there were some changes with the MEXT situation, MEXT um, Ministry of Education in Japan, how that might affect direct hires, had direct hire roundtable. I also talked about taxes in Japan. Um, I talked about the history of Pachinko in Japan. And I told, you know, I had some different different shows that I tried to, um, you know, intertwine into the show. And I like doing those, but apparently this is not the show for those because none of those shows really got good listenership. Um, I got some good comments. But the listenership wasn't there. So that's kind of interesting thing, right? Like, uh, what do you do if, as, a, as a person that makes podcasts? Like, I like those shows and I got very more vocal responses from those shows, vocal meaning emails saying like, that was a really cool show, do more like that. But the listenership wasn't there. So when I do a normal show like I normally do, like interviewing, let's say I'm looking, scrolling through here, I interviewed a guy that's doing scaffolding in Japan and that got more, more listens than the shows I kind of put more work into to kind of make share the facts about a, a topic. So it's interesting. Like that was kind of more fun for me because now, I mean, let's be, let's be honest, guys. I've done guys and gals. I've done how many interviews I've done with people working in Japan and 
I don't want to say like it's reaching the limit at all because there's endless limit of people you can interview and, and, and could share good stuff, but it is starting to feel like, you know, I want to go into a different avenue. I've kind of like feel like I've covered a lot. I've covered like almost everything I can cover. And I know there's a lot of shows on the internet and everywhere that just do the same kind of thing. And that's all they do is, you know, there's finance podcasts where they interview different finance guys. There's of course, sports shows that interview sports guys forever. But I kind of feel like we're reaching a point where I should change it up somehow. But when I venture into this changing it up thing, I don't get as many listens. And as a guy with a sponsor podcast that has to satisfy the sponsor I have, Jeff of Japan, I got to worry about that. You know what I mean? Like it's a tough balance. Like I feel like I started the show, just a little history. I started the show with purely, if you look at the first 15 episodes or 20 or 30 episodes, it's all about teaching in Japan, how to do that the best of your ability. That's all I thought the show was going to be, right? But then about episode, I don't know, the episode of his, it was Japan, uh, the Insider Podcast still at that point. I don't know, 50 or 60 or something, I started turning into interviewing people about different jobs, how to get that next job in Japan. And that was kind of the focus of the show was how to get your next job in Japan after teaching, you know? And then I kind of brought, then once we got inside, we changed into Inside Japan podcast, it kind of, it still stayed that for sure, but I tried to cover a more wide array of kind of Japan topics. And it was, it was definitely, it's still working. I mean, it's not like listenership is going down. It's also kind of stagnated though, as well this year, um, just in case in terms of numbers. Like, I was on AOC Insider Podcast averaging 6,000, 7,000 listens a month or so. And then we changed Inside Japan, Japan Podcast, got a nice boost of 1,000 or so regular listeners, you know. And this 8,000, 10,000-ish mark uh, happened. And then it's kind of just stayed there, kind of been stagnant this whole year, actually, outside of the the dips that happen in summer and, and winter vacations, as you can imagine, because uh, the show is obviously listened to by foreigners in Japan, and a lot of those people go home and... The last thing they would have listened to is a podcast about working in Japan when they're at home, which makes sense. That always happens. But uh, I didn't really get much growth this year, you know, which is obviously not ideal. <laughs> you know, it's like, but the number we have is still good. 8,000, 9,000 is still a great number. 7,000, 8,000, 9,000 is still a great number, but it's not growing, you know. So is that a case of something aligning with my thoughts that maybe this is getting stale? Maybe I do need to change it up more? Or is it just... That's the, this is the, this is the size of the niche I have here. I've carved out for myself is this, there's not, there's not infinite people in the world that want to hear about working in Japan, right? I mean, that's, it's a niche of a niche, right? We're talking about people have to be interested in Japan and then they have to be interested in working in Japan, which is kind of taking it down a lot, right? So I don't know. It's like, um, it's something to, to think about for sure is what, what is that? What is the number there? What number should I be happy with? I'm definitely happy. I'm not all about numbers for sure, but you know, it's nice if it keeps growing, you know, and this year definitely did not grow. It maintained, but did not grow. Um, so I don't know. What's the, what's the, what's the play here or looking forward to 2021 or 2020 is like, um, luckily I have a big change coming that will of course change what I put out. Cause I'm definitely going to cover a lot about moving, leaving Japan but also, that's not really a topic that a lot of people are in. That's like cutting the audience into like, <laughs> I don't know, 10% of the audience would be interested in that because most people that come to my site somehow are like excited about working in Japan. Then I want to think about how to go home. Like, what are you talking about, James? I don't care about going home. I want to, I want to find a job doing this, you know? So that will be interesting to see the numbers there as well. But I think I, I definitely want to cover it though in, in ex- extensively because I think that'll complete the arc of this website that I started five years ago. The, the beginning of the website was, how can you be a good ALT in Japan? That was it. There was no other thought of anything else. 
Then I put out, you know, hundreds of articles, hundreds of podcasts about the topic. And I said, okay, well, what's next, right? Well, how can you get your next job in Japan? Because that's what I did as well. I found a, another way to make money in Japan. So that seems like something that people would be interested in. It turns out it was. That, that really grew the site when I did that. That change happened naturally, kind of. It wasn't some kind of strategy I had at all. It just happened naturally because that's what I was doing myself. Then I started interviewing people like that, the second job, people that found the next job in Japan, right? And that was, that was good for the show. Grew a lot there. But now we're kind of still there. And like I said, I did try to add a little bit more information-based podcasts, but they haven't done as well as the, as the Working in Japan podcasts do, which makes sense. I mean, it's not, it's kind of, it's changing the audience that's been built up over these four years. They see this pachinko, the history of pachinko. I don't care about that. I, could, I totally get that. So I guess you could say that there's someone, I could hear people out there saying, well, why don't you start a new podcast? It's about information to podcasts. Well, don't really have time for that. You know, like it would be great to have a, you know, information spreading podcast and news of, you know, uh, I don't know what kind of call it. The, 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 I could still call it Inside Japan actually, but the main part of the site is working in Japan, right? That's kind of the, the, the heartbeat of this site, of this site and podcast, right? So it's just, it's just, you can, you can hear me at my, my, my uh, indecision in my voice now, I'm sure, because it is just true indecision. I'm not sure what to do. Um, I don't know what I want to do myself. That's something you have to figure out when you're doing something like this, that you know, anyone else out there that's putting something on like this, a show or podcast or whatever, YouTube show, or whatever, you got to decide for yourself what what makes you keep doing it besides money, you know, because money is something you, money is something that obviously is a, is a motivating factor, but you want to have more behind it than that, right? Because if I was just doing something for money, I could just go work at a company, you know, and do that, you know, but obviously I'm not doing that because I want to have that freedom to do what I want. And I think I do the best work I can when I have that freedom, right? <clears throat> so what am I saying? I'm just rambling now, but it's something I got to work on. What this year do I want to do more of those kind of information size podcasts or do I want to stick to what I got, you know? And then of course, intermixed with that will be my leaving Japan experience, you know, like Things you got to get ready, things you got to ship. Because you, you mean, oh my God, the stuff you got to worry about is insane. Like, if you work for a year and then go home, it's different because you didn't build up anything. You know, it's like you got some stuff you got to take home. You got your Obiage, you know, and that's it. But now I'm living in the house and I got to worry about all that stuff. So, but I'm not getting into that yet. That'll be next year. Look forward to that. Um, but yeah, so with the, I feel a little stagnated now. Um, but it's not bad. I mean, still have the audience it has, but I feel kind of stagnated. I'm not sure exactly how I want to go about, you know, injecting some life into it. I do feel like this year there was some stagnation. If you know, that makes sense. Like stag stag positive stagnation of I have my audience. They like what I put out when I keep it to the, the form of the show. As in, I'm not sure if you can hear my, my cat is definitely using his litter box right now. So scratching away. I don't know if you can hear that, but I definitely have, you know, found this have this audience that enjoys what i do and they like to keep it on brand basically is what i'm saying and when i go go away from that brand they don't like it just like anything anything any any youtube creator or podcast maker knows what this is you know i like to you know i like uh, a hobby called speed running where you try to play games as fast as you can and these people on twitch will have thousand viewers two thousand viewers when they play a single game a certain game but then they change that game their viewership goes down to 200 100 you know like people have expect expectations and you got to live up to that if you want to still stay relevant and and have those listeners that you have because that's where you know that's how you can get money for things like this and that's how you can keep doing it as you know not just a hobby but then you got to weigh that with what you want to do so it's really it's really tough tough spot i'm in right now that um i know a lot of people have felt it but i'm just not sure what to do 
So I don't know. This is what I'm thinking of now. I don't have any answers for you right now. I don't know what that means. Um, I know I have fun making those information-based podcasts for sure. You know, like researching about going down these deep rabbit holes for the the, the bankruptcy of Nova. I mean, I, I always say my favorite shows of the, of the year. And that was for sure my favorite episode, for sure. I mean, it's so much fun to go down these rabbit holes of these blogs. Like I'm, I'm going at Wayback Machine and like blogspot.com from 2009 of like people like I just got to Japan and I already learned I have to move out of my apartment next week. And I mean, it was just so much interesting stuff like that. Like, I feel so bad for those people. I gained a new appreciation for the tough situation they went through because, wow, that was just 2007. It would happen. And if you didn't listen to that episode, please listen to it. It doesn't have a lot of listens, but it was definitely my most fun one to put on there. I think it's really speaks of a different time now than, than there is now when people think their job in Japan is so, you know, you're safe once you get a job in Japan. I'm working at Aikai when I'm, uh, you know, yeah, it's, a, it's tough. There's some sales involved, but I enjoy it. But then what if you just got that email from your landlord, not from your company, your landlord said, you got to move out because you haven't been paying the rent. And then you say, well, Nova pays my rent. Uh, they haven't been doing that for two months. So you got to go. It's like, it's, 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 it's a crazy situation that obviously was a lot of fun for me to research. Um, uh, and that was really fun. But for, so anyways, let's go for the top, the top three episodes. Number one for sure was bankruptcy of Nova. That was really fun for me to do. I had a lot of fun with that one. Uh, putting all that together learning about everything. That was really fun. Um, my other favorite one, my cat is screaming now, so I'm sure you can hear that. I don't want to redo this, so let me make sure he stops. PRC's moved on. Nope. Kind of moved on. Um, another great one I, I really had enjoyed doing was an interview with Interact. I interviewed uh, Andy from Interact. And obviously that's something that people are interested in. That had a lot of listens for sure. Um, Interact is this company where it has a really bad online uh, online reputation. I work for them. I have any issues. It wasn't perfect company, but they set up, they'll pay you this. If you do this, I did that. And they gave me that. And I had no issues. Um, it seems like, I'm not saying this is all the case 100% of the time. I know it isn't. But the people that kind of have an issue with Interact are often people that have issues in other areas of, of their life, whether it be like not showing up one time or not doing something as asked, you know what I mean? Like not having their heart in the job and stuff like that. Like it's, it, it sometimes appears that those are the people that have problems with Interact because once there are issues and you are on their radar or coordinator's radar, then you have to deal with the company a lot more. So that does cause issues with communication, things like that. So I often say before you, before I wish people, I should say, I wish people online would look at themselves first and make sure they're not causing any problems before they just blindly blame Interact for their problems. Um, I, I'm not talking about pay in that aspect too because pay and stuff is, is a different story altogether. Yes, they have low pay. There's no way or two, two butts about that. But every dispatch company job basically does have lower pay than you would want. And you have no chance of raises and stuff like that. But they do what you expect. So if you want a job in Japan for a while and that's what you got, that's what you got. It's not, you could do worse, right? You're not digging a ditch. Let me get my cat out of here real quick. You can hear this process. Back to the guy, get out, buddy. You just keep screaming, you gotta end it. Close my door right now. I have to put a, I have to put a vacuum cleaner in front of the door. So he doesn't push it open because he's pretty strong and it can open the door, but. Where was I? So back in in the booth now, as I like to call it, the booth. Um, so favorite episodes were um, Interact. Interview was really cool. Really great to get them to do that. I really give them props for that because the more knowledge people have about you, the more people will, you know, understand you. And even if it's not, there's all, and what I liked about it was they didn't just share the good news. They said, hey, 
you don't get this, but you know, but we offer this instead to kind of give you the option. That was it's really cool, really cool of them to do that. Um, another one I liked was an interview with Glenn Wood. Um, he was in the news a while ago about um, his company, Mitsubishi Morgan Stanley, kind of basically made him quit, tried to make him quit by lowering his working conditions so much because he had a kid. And that was really cool to um, talk to him about that and kind of try to get that information out there because hopefully we can help him out and help other people. Because not just about Glenn, right? Glenn Glenn could have quit, got his severance package and dipped, but he really wanted to fight for other people, you know? And that was kind of, that's kind of interesting. That's kind of people you want to stick up for, for sure. So, but yeah, I mean, in terms of, Again, I just keep my mind is filled with the what I want to do next year thing. You know, it's like that's what I want to kind of end this podcast with, but I wish I really don't have an answer. Um, I don't know what I can do. Could I shoot for bigger guests? Is a question I ask. And yeah, I think I could. I do think I kind of play it safe with my guest questions now because I don't, you know, when I was just starting the podcast and I had like 10 listens a month, it was hard to get guests, of course. Now it's much easier. But I think that's because I found like the right level of person to ask, if that makes sense. Like I haven't asked, you know, the big names in, in, in the Japan content space. I've asked some of them, but not all of them. There's people I could hit. I could swing for the fences more, right? So that's something I could do to improve things on the show. Um, I don't know. I don't leave it on this kind of question questioning feeling, but I think I feel like I have to because I don't know what else to say. I mean, it's weird when you do something this long. Something, you know, four years I've been doing this podcast now, once a week shows. I rarely miss one. I think I missed one this year. I think I missed one in the last three years or something, maybe two or three, I don't know, at most. But you feel, you can feel it evolving, right? It is like a child. You feel, you know, it kind of grows up and gets personality of its own. Like, oh, this year he kind of, he got a little bored with things, you know? And last year he was kind of, he, he was more, you kind of had a feeling of more, taking going to new grounds, you know, and try to, you know, kind of, oh, I focused on this topic a lot last year. It's kind of interesting to see, but it's been fun. I definitely, and by no means I've got a, it was really flattering when I said I was leaving Japan that a lot of people did ask if I'm going to continue the show. And I definitely have a hundred percent intention to continue the show. Uh, and how that, what form that takes though, I don't know, because, you know, of course I do this all online. I've interviewed like one person in person out of the f- hundreds of people I've interviewed. So like, that's not an issue. I can still do that. Interview people online. Uh, but well, I don't know what, where, where will my head be at? At when I'm in America, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I can't tell you that. Um, I'll still be doing the same job I'm doing now, luckily. So I will still be doing the same form of employment, which will connect me to Japan. I'll still be connected to Japan that way. So hopefully that'll keep me there. But what's, what's left, you know, what's, what's kind of, what's left to do, you know? And I know hundred percent, I could continue to do what I'm doing and interview, find these interesting people to, to, to interview and just keep, keep doing that, that game. Cause I know there's, you know, I, like a lot of people on these, hear these shows say like, well, we're, we, I interviewed, um, I, inter- let's say I'm having a baseball podcast or something. I interviewed that pitcher four years ago. Oh, I don't want to interview him again, but that's. That's short-sighted thinking because you get new listeners all the time and they don't know. They didn't hear what I interviewed. Um, I'm just trying to pick one up here. They didn't he- hear what I interviewed that voice actress in episode 39, 35. They didn't hear that. So if I got a new voice actress now, they would be really interested. Of course, the long-term listeners might be like, oh, another one? But you always are turning over listeners and 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 people listening to you. People are just finding you all the time. So it's okay to retrace your steps and redo similar topics i think i think that's no problem with that at all but 
the thing is keeping it fresh for you, the person that's putting this together, because you don't want to just go through the motions, and I don't want to do that at all. I'd ever want to just not feel like these episodes aren't helping people. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I want to do. That's Because, you know, let's... I'm not trying to say like I'm some kind of charitable person. I want to help everyone. I know like the biggest, the, the biggest effect I can put, it may have on people is when I help them get a job in Japan, you know? So how could I do that most effectively is what I want to do, right? That's what I, that's my main goal. It's still a state my goal because that, that spark, that, that, that spark that people have, that gleam in their eye when they first get to Japan and they, they it's, it brings you back, you know? I sound like a really old man right now. But it does bring you back to the times when you first started in Japan, and it, it is a magical time, and I'm, I, you can't get it back. But when I talk to people that are going through that time, it is magic. And when they did it because of me, it's like crazy. You know, it's a really crazy feeling. If you could like bottle that up, that'd be like the best drug in the world. It's like, wow, I I helped someone else go through that feeling of of wowness, like going to a place you always dreamed about going, and I helped them do that somehow. That's a really cool feeling. And I like doing that for sure. Um, but how can I continue doing that? I don't know. But yeah, that was it, I think. I want to end it on that note. The state of the show, 2019 edition. Can you believe it now? We've had over 200 episodes of this crazy thing um, that is called a podcast. And what the future holds, I don't know. But, you know, I'd love to hear it. I'd love to to hear your thoughts on this things, you know, on, on things. I mean, now... The the website altinsider.com is basically a podcast updating show. Uh, the, the the there's hundreds of articles on there still ready for consum- consumption, but they're not really getting at and nothing's getting added to it, you know, because it really is just a podcast show at this point. And I've got okay with that, you know. I've b- built up this large base of if you want to be a teacher in Japan, ALT in Japan. Here are some great ways to do it. What I think is the best ways to do it, and. Now I kind of couldn't write. If I had to write something now, I don't even know what I'd write about. Like I was thinking about that. If I wouldn't write an article about some aspect, I don't know. You know, I don't think I have it in me. I'll, I'll leave that to other people. I like talking to people and seeing how they do what they they do, because that's kind of where the inter- interesting points lie. Last, like last week, I interviewed um, I interviewed uh, Jesse from the Bacon the Pizza Joint. That was really cool because I mean I had some legitimate questions about what's that like when you say. I just want to drop everything, spend all this money to start a pizza joint. That's got to be scary, you know? That's something not everyone can do. And, you know, I think that maybe that's it. Maybe that's the answer, right? If I have to do the work to find the interesting guests, because once I find them, then I do get that spark of, cool, there's a lot of stuff I want to learn from this person. But then when I'm doing the, you know, I don't want to say normal, because there is no normal, but, when, you know, when I have my second or third you know, used to be an AOT, now as an HR department person. Maybe, maybe I cut back on those a little bit because it's kind of, I've covered those four or five or six times now, you know. But I don't know. I don't know. But sometimes that's the best, right? You don't know where life is going to take you. You don't know where the future of the podcast lies. But I'm okay with that, you know. Sometimes it's better not to have all the answers because it's more exciting that way, right? But one thing I'm going to do, of course, next week I have off. I take one week off a year for the new year. But I know I'm going to keep doing this podcast for, for as long as I can, for as long as it's still fun for me, as long as people are out there listening, because it is cool to have this that I've kind of built. Um, this modest listening audience, my little spot of Japan is here. So I kind of want to keep it going. But uh, if you got this far, you are a true, true beast. 
You are a true master of the universe. And you are one of the coolest person people that there is. And if for and for, for for not for me at all, but if you're not in the Discord, the LT Insider Discord, it is like I I I, I could take zero credit for this. I st- there was Discord was something that was kind of a smaller thing, and someone uh, recommended that I start it. Someone from the one of the um, webinars said you should start a Discord. He showed me how to do it, Stivern, and uh, now it's grown. To this something that I could never imagine. It's like a thousand people on here talking every day. Every single channel is filled with people talking about Japan um, and working in Japan and really supportive people and this active group of people, you know, that are there to help you. So if you're not on that now, you're listening to the show at this point, you're already this far in the episode. How, how many minutes we're in now? 20, 24 minutes in and you're on Discord. I really recommend you get on there. It's Discord. I'll put a link in the show notes page. Click that button and check it out because I guarantee there'll be something there that, you know, people have meetups for this. I went to Tokyo to meet people on Discord server last year. I've done it, probably do it again this year just because it'll be the last chance until I go home. It's a really cool community we built there. Um, yeah, there's a lot of Jets for sure because a lot of the audience comes from the webinars, but there's a lot of non-Jets as well. So there's a spot for you no matter what where you are in your journey, right? If you're uh, not in Japan yet, but you're thinking about it, if you're a Jet, if you're an Aikawa teacher, if you're a programmer, there's people of all kinds in there. So really jump in. I really recommend that. Um just for your own sake, because it's cool. It is definitely cool to have people, you know, they got your back. I wish I had that when I was new in Japan for sure, because I definitely felt lonely at times, but, but this is hopefully one way we can get around that. Stop people from feeling lonely is this discord server, people that are helping actively trying to help people. So, but I've talked about enough, but I've talked enough, but this is the, this was the wrap up show, the state of the podcast, 2019, what a year it was. A lot of uncertainty coming up, but the only thing is the only thing that is certain is that it will keep going in some form or fashion. I would love to hear your suggestions, by the way. If you have any suggestions what you think I should do, what you want to hear, please. I'm all ears. I'm all ears for you. Discord, Twitter, email. You know where to find me. Go to LTinsider.com and there are so many ways you can find to talk, figure out a way to talk to me. I'm waiting for you. But uh, yeah, I've, I've said that's it like 10 times, but this time it really is it. Thanks for listening. And you know what to do. I'm going to say three words. This year in 2020, let's all have more fun. See you. I really hope you enjoyed today's Inside Japan podcast. Dive deeper into our world and learn more about what awaits you. Check out ALTinsider.com. And for regular up-to-the-minute job postings, check into jobsinjapan.com for the next big gig. Please tune in for our regular excursions into the world of Japan. And good luck. Gambate. Jump in Japan. Don't come.